What up, Poopcast? Today we have an awesome clip from Mark Bell where he's going to teach you how you can stay motivated even when you're not competing. If you guys dig this clip, make sure you hit him up on Instagram at Mark Smelly Bell and let him know you appreciate this advice. Uh, speaking of appreciation, we really appreciate Perfect Keto for sponsoring this episode. You guys know we love the MCT oil powders, the electrolytes, and pretty much all of their keto bars. Head over to perfectketo.com slash powerproject at checkout. Enter promo code powerproject10 for $10 off any order of four. Any order of $40 or more, or if your order reaches $100, use promo code POWERPROJECTBUNDLE for $25 off. Out here in Sebastopol, California today, and I'm going to be talking to you today about how can you be motivated for hitting the gym when you're not really competing in anything. You're not doing a powerlifting meet, and you don't really feel like getting in a tiny little underwear and stepping on a bodybuilding stage. Now, this can pertain to anyone and everyone, whether you've done a meet before or whether you've stepped on stage before or whether you've never done any of it before. It's very difficult to have a goal without a time frame associated with it. So one of the reasons why a lot of men and women jump into powerlifting or jump into bodybuilding or some sort of physique or figure competition is they're like, okay, July 4th, I got this competition coming up. And I know that, you know, it's going to take 12 to 16 weeks for me to prep for it. I'm going to be my absolute strongest or I'm going to be in my absolute best shape. I'm going to have my best conditioning for that time period. And I'm going to put all the work I can into it. Let's talk about some other reasons on why that can be effective. There's other reasons on why it can be effective because you probably told some of your friends about it. Some of your friends might be even doing it with you. You may have, you may have a coach. You don't want to let the coach down. You don't want to let family and friends down. It's kind of an accountability. You put yourself out there and there's a social media factor. If you announce, hey, I'm doing a competition on July 4th, then everyone wants to know what are those, what are those results? And everybody wants to know like what's going on with your training in the meantime. As they're, as they're watching you, like are you making prog- progress or are you going backwards? I actually know a lot of people that actually have pulled out of competitions before because they're not doing that well and the pressure of social media is kind of like starting to shove them down a little bit because they're starting to get really worried about what's everyone going to say when I get on the stage. So there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons to it and it can be very difficult to figure out. But if you don't have a competition coming up, you're not really sure what to do. Here's the way I like to look at it is that remember when you played some team sports, hopefully you played some team sports, hopefully you played some basketball, you were on a wrestling team, you are on a swim team, you were on track and field, football, whatever it might be. Even though some of those sports are similar to powerlifting, bodybuilding, strongman, and some of these things where there's like an, it's an individualistic sport within a sport itself, like swimming. Uh, but what's a commonality is that you're all swimmers, right? And the commonality here is that if you're training for a bodybuilding show, you're part of the bodybuilding community. And now you have a lot of other people that have a vested interest in what you're doing because they want to kind of see how you're going to do, how you're going to turn out in this bodybuilding show or how you're going to do in this powerlifting meet. And it feels like you're being like pulled. It feels like people are really pulling for you just like when you were a kid and, and you were on a football team or on a basketball team or whatever the case may be. So if we're not competing, how do we get a similar feeling? You know, if we're not going to compete and we're not going to put a time domain on this thing, 
How do we get a similar feeling? I would have to say, in all honesty, I think it's very difficult to get the same exact feeling because you probably won't take yourself into as deep of water. But one way that you can, one way that you can do this and one way that you can, you can really achieve a good, strong, high level of intensity is to bring in some training partners. And if you never had a training partner and if you never had a team around you like I have, you do not know what you're missing. The value of having some people around you is huge. And I know that people are like, well, you know, I don't have, I don't have anybody at my gym who wants to train like me. People don't want to lift heavy. People don't want to bodybuild. I, I hear all the excuses all the time. And the, first of all, the first thing you need to know is that the gym comes from right here. It comes from right here and it comes from right here. It's what you make of it. Your local 24-hour fitness, your Planet Fitness, or wherever you're training, uh, it's really what you make of it, right? On another note, if the gym doesn't seem to suit what you have in here and what you have in here, then you should try to find a different gym. Try to find something that's got a little bit more of an edge to it, a little bit more of a kick to it, a little bit of something that when you step foot in there for the day, it's a little bit inspirational. It's a little bit motivational. Remember what I've said about motivation in the past. Motivation is fleeting and motivation is not long lasting, but habits can be. Motivation can be something that can, that can die very quickly. You can watch a motivational video and be all pumped up at seven o'clock in the morning to head out to the gym. But if you actually feel really tired by the time you ate your eggs uh, in the morning, you're, you're now like, ah, oh, you know what? Oh, look at that. It's raining outside. It actually looks pretty cold out there. Uh, maybe I'll put on my sweatshirt and you go and like do all these things and you talk yourself out of going to the gym and you never go. <laughs> a lot of these things happen. It's very, very common. But if you're lacking some motivation, a great way to replace your motivation is two heads are going to be better than one. One person that's fired up is going to be better than no person fired up. So if you have two, three, four, five people in a training group, one of those people are going to be excited about the day and one of those people hopefully won't be as tired as you are and they'll be able to kind of pick you up and they'll be able to get you going for the day. They'll be able to help get a little pep in your step, in your training. The intensity is going to be brought up through the roof, especially when you have conversations with the people that you're working out with. And when you say, hey, look, man, this summer, like I know I said this last summer and I know, it said that, I know I said this the summer before, but for this summer, I really do, I really want to be in shape, man. Like let's, let's maybe both find a way to do it together. Let's both diet together and let's both train our asses off. And then now you have somebody that you can do this journey with and you have somebody that you can, you can train with and they're there and you're there and when you see them, you know, they, they don't need to ask you how it's going. They see how it's going. They see you in a tank top and they're like, dude, you ain't making any changes, but I'm getting shredded over here. What's going on? I thought you wanted to, I thought you were serious. I thought you wanted to be in shape. When you're training for a competition, those things are kind of almost, it feels like they're forced upon you because you're like, shit, man, I don't have a whole lot of time. I only got five more weeks. I better really buckle down on my diet. I really better, better buckle down on how much time I'm spending in the gym. I better get my ass in gear here. <clears throat> without, without, that, without that actual competition, you're going to have to create competition. So create competition by trying to get a training partner. If you can't get a training partner, what that tells me is that you're a loser. Boom, <laughs> you have to figure out a way to make a friend or an ally in this case. You're going to have to find somebody. 
your brother, your cousin, your nephew, your sister, your uncle, whoever it is that you can get into the gym to train with you. And it doesn't always have to be that you train directly with the person. I get a lot of energy from my brother. My brother has two fake hips. He's had arthroscopic knee surgery. He's in a lot of pain. We train together all the time. But I train right here and he trains on the other side of the gym a lot of times because he needs to do what's going to be good for him and I need to be doing what's good for me. So, so even just us getting there at the same time is motive. Hey, when are you going to be there? Oh, I'll be there around nine. Oh, I'll be there around five tomorrow. Just even knowing that he's going to be there at a certain time, it puts him, uh, it gives him a responsibility. It gives him some accountability. It gives me some accountability and it allows both of us to get in a good hard training session. And just because he's, uh, you know, doing a different movement. So let's say he's doing like kettlebell swings and I'm doing like one arm, you know, shoulder presses or something like that. He can still come over and yell at me while I'm doing my exercise and I can still go over there and yell at him or we can bring the, the kettlebell and dumbbell you know, close to each other so we can be near each other during the lift and we can count each other's reps and keep each other fired up, keep each other excited and inspired. And sometimes he may do a lot of what we're doing, but then he'll split off and start doing some of his own stuff. But listen... If you, if you never had a training partner before or you never lifted in a team environment, you are really missing out. Westside Barbell is one of the strongest gyms ever. And one of the reasons for that is these guys and girls, they, tra- they train together. They all went through it together. They went into the trenches together. They went into deep water together. And each person knew, it was like unsaid, but each person knew how hard it was to train there. And each person knew what was required to train at Westside Barbell. It's a little bit like being in the military. You can kind of see it in everybody's eyes. Everyone's got the eye of the tiger. Everybody's hungry. Everybody understands how tough and how hard this discipline is. And you're not really worried or concerned about what the outside world thinks of it because you feel that this is the best way to go and this is the best way to increase your intensity and this is the best way to stay motivated. Remember, the habits and the things that are going to be repeatable, those are going to be the things that are going to keep you fired up, keep you inspired, keep you motivated every single day. I said earlier, motivation is fleeting. And that's why I suggest that you get a nice dose of it every single day. It's almost like taking a shower. You know, you can't take a shower on Monday and think that you're good to go by Friday, right? You have to take a shower every day. It's not long lasting. Your motivation is not long lasting either. So get yourself a training partner. I said the gym is is inside the heart and inside the brain, right? So you're going to have to convince somebody else to train along with you. Uh, I didn't used to be Mark Smelly Bell with all the followers on YouTube and all the followers on Instagram. Um, I didn't used to have my own gym. I didn't used to have my own anything. I didn't used to have any money. I had had nothing. Uh, All I had was a desire to train. All I had was a desire to lift. And I would get my brother to lift with me or get one of my friends to lift with me. And I went through training partner after training partner after training partner until you find ones that are optimal. Some last for a year, some last for three months, some only last for three days. But you got to keep cycling through them whatever way that you can. About 20 years ago or maybe even longer ago, 23 years ago or so, uh, I was at Gold's Gym in Venice and I asked Michael Hearn to start training with me because I was doing box squats and I was doing powerlifting stuff and Mike was kind of moving away from some powerlifting stuff, but he always loved to keep powerlifting in his routine. He was moving away from competitive powerlifting. But he knew, oh shit, this young kid, and I wasn't really that strong at the time, but he knew this young kid was going to keep him going. 
because Mike was moving himself away from a particular competition, right? And so now he's like, well, shit, this guy still competes. This guy's still hungry. This guy still wants to do it. I might as well just jump in on what he's doing. And that's another option for you. If you're not going to compete, find someone that is. Find somebody that is competing. Find somebody that does have something scheduled. Find somebody that does have a goal in a time frame. And then just be like, I'm just going to try to do it along with them. I guarantee you that it will work well for you. But I also guarantee you that you'll probably take some little Mickey Mouse steps in there and you probably won't go as hard as if your own ass was on the line. So if you don't have a bodybuilding show coming up, you don't have a power of thing meet coming up, you're not going to run a 5K or you're not going to do a strongman competition or you're not going to enter a uh, CrossFit competition, then my suggestion is that you need to. And if you can't do that and you won't do that, then get yourself a training partner. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you all later. What's up, y'all? I hope you guys enjoyed that advice from the one and only Mark Bell. Um, we really cannot thank you guys enough for the ratings and reviews you guys have been leaving lately on iTunes. It it helps the show so much. We seriously cannot thank you enough, but we'll do our absolute best. Uh, today, we wanted to give a shout out to the Techno Viking. Uh, Techno Viking says 5.5 stars. Man, that's pretty good. Quote, the fact that this show is not currently five stars is nonsense. It's the most informative and entertaining podcast in the fitness space. They're very big on the carnivore diet right now, but that still doesn't stop them from getting guests that go against their views. And it's always a great conversation. If you're looking to learn about health, fitness, and training, listen to literally any of the episodes of this podcast and you'll be hooked. Dude, the Techno Viking, thank you so much for that review, man. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the, the 30 seconds to a minute and a half that it took you to write that review, it, it helps us out so much. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do that for us. Uh, we seriously cannot thank you enough. Uh, if you're listening right now, if you would like to hear your name and your review read on air, please head over to iTunes right now, drop us a rating, drop us a review, and you could hear your name on air just like the Techno Viking. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.